Hello and welcome to Beauty Island, the special mini-series of Beauty Isolation that I announced at the end of last season will be dropping from next week. In it, I talk to beauty friends new and old about their beauty routines in quarantine. But today I am very excited to share a little bonus episode with you all about fragrance and specifically gifting fragrance. We all know that perfume makes a great gift, but where on earth do you start in trying to pick the perfect perfume for the one that you love? So I got on the phone with expert Ruth Stonia, who's the national training manager at Clarins Fragrance and Beauty, whose job it is to literally discover, train, educate and recommend the best fit fragrances. It applies to finding one for yourself, obviously, and for a gift, but it may be particularly helpful with Mother's Day coming up just around the corner this Sunday. We talked about why fragrance and perfume is so strongly linked to memories, the difference between cologne, eau de toilette and eau de parfum, and where to start when it comes to working out the right perfume to gift. I also have a perfume-related prize pack to give away for you or for your mum, so just head to the link in the show notes of this episode to do that. Just click on the three dots and you'll see more information or just scroll up on your app and you'll see all of the notes where you'll find the link to enter and find out what you could win. Now over to Ruth. Enjoy. So I guess a good place is to start. Obviously, your work revolves around fragrance. Where did your love of fragrance come from? Can you remember kind of your early memories with it? I can indeed, Brittany. And my my whole life has been around fragrance and beauty. I think from the minute I was born as a young girl right up until now. But I, I resonate very much so with certain fragrances that, or moments or memories. And my mother, of course, like many of the guests I know that you've had on your podcast, it, it extends from their childhood of what they remember. And for me, I can remember my mother and her dressing table. I mean, she was a mother of five children. The fact that she even had time to even sit at that dressing <laughs> table is quite significant. But... She always had two beautiful fragrances as a a young girl with three older brothers that, you know, I would escape into her room and try and play with. And um, I remember that special bottle of Chanel Number 5, and we probably didn't even call it the correct name back then, but I always remember that and then figuring out what this gorgeous big bottle of 4711 was that sat to the left-hand side. I can still visualise it. And to this day, that... That memory is quite significant and I know when you talk about, you know, those moments that are important to us and resonate so strongly throughout the years, it's little memories that your mind has captured but your olfactory sensation has also memorised those little moments and that smell so you can still remember it if you close your eyes and escape back into that point in time. You're right, it's so incredible how quickly smell and particularly perfume can just transport you completely into another place or time it's it's quite magical really it is indeed and you know being in the industry as I said for many years I've I've had the opportunity to talk a lot about you know magic moments significant moments when you're choosing or capturing the perfect fragrance for different occasions but it always comes back to you know maybe as a young girl or a young boy that even I know with my son, he, he used to pick lavender at my mother-in-law's farm and he'd rub it in his hand. And now he's 20 years old, but I can still see him when he walks past lavender. It, it has that little moment in history that's captured. Or, 
you know, for myself, frangipanis panties and different flowers, they they capture your love and you want to you want to keep that going in, in different ways. You'll pick it, you'll buy it, you'll source it, you'll choose a fragrance that has that little um, connection in some shape or form and it's quite a special, special moment. And so when we talk about fragrance, maybe we'll start at the very, very beginning, almost simplest part, that obviously perfume and fragrance is a term that kind of encapsulates a whole range of almost levels of scent in terms of strength. So maybe you could tell me or or tell us a little bit about the different strengths or differences between fragrances, because, you know, you look at a bottle and it might say eau de toilette or cologne, but what do those terms actually mean? What do they represent? Yes, it's, it's actually quite a common question because it can be a little bit confusing, particularly, um, I suppose, in, in years gone by, it was quite distinctive, you know, that you knew that a cologne had a, um, a less intensity in the, the perfume oil and the alcohol, so it was a sheer or lighter fragrance. And, of course, that meant it would stay on the skin less. And then you move up the channel towards eau de toilette, which has um, a little bit more intensity, and longevity and will tend to last around the four to six hour period. Then you move into what you will probably see quite a lot is eau de parfum. And of course, that is probably one of the most popular concentrations on the market because it is, again, a little bit more concentrated in the actual essence and the perfumed oils. And of course, that has the longevity, sometimes now with some fragrances, say eight to 10 hours and then traditionally you may have seen as well parfums which were known as the pure perfume and they of course are the most concentrated and long-lasting in fragrance essences so i just also wanted to mention you know why i sort of go back into tradition and fragrances today is because fragrances today are made a little bit differently they have more technical aspects to it they have molecules that have been crafted to give i suppose better intensity and it's quite interesting so over the past couple of decades how fragrances have evolved so you know when you're looking for a fragrance the best thing is to think is do i want something that i like to replenish every couple of hours spritz and spray every couple of hours do i like something that's going to be a little bit more long lasting has that more intensity so that's when you would sort of look at um, eau de toilettes and eau de parfums, which are the most popular. And when we talk about kind of fragrance misconceptions and myths, I know one that um, I hear a lot is that you can actually get used to a perfume, so you actually stop smelling it on yourself. Is that true? There is a bit of, there is a little bit of truth to that. I think sometimes when you use something that regularly and you know it and it's part of your you know, um, everyday momentum to spray it, you can become a little bit sort of used to that essence and it, you, you might think, oh, am I still, can I still notice it on myself? Um, yes, that you can. And sometimes it could be also for the fact that you or your skin might be a little bit drier at that point of time. So it's best to sort of think, oh, is my skin needing a little bit more moisturisation? That way your fragrance will have um, a skin that's more hydrated and then, of course, the fragrance won't disappear as quickly but you know i think when you love your fragrance if you have a particular signature fragrance that's you know when you wait for those compliments to come by you know that your fragrance is still working magic (laughs) and (laughs) do you come across any other like common misconceptions that people have if we haven't covered it already or 
what's kind of what's the question you get asked the most or the misconception yes I suppose Brittany there are probably a couple that come to mind and you know one of them is you know sometimes I know when everybody's just walking through and trying fragrances you go oh gosh does that smell a little bit different when it's sprayed on a blotter for example versus the skin and, you know, sometimes I know for myself if I walk off and try blotter and I haven't got it on my skin yet, and I'm sure you've felt the same thing, is, oh, that smells a little bit differently on the, on the blotter. So we encourage, because every skin type is different, everybody is expecting it to smell um, the way they want it to or perhaps need to discover that fragrance. The best thing to do is that is an actual gauge of the essence on the spray can. So please we encourage whatever you try, Wherever you're going into sort of experience something joyful, try and get it directly on the skin. And that's for men and women. And that's the best place is to, of course, to try to get the fragrance directly on the inside of the wrist because that's where the warmth of the skin really captures the moment and the skin is less dry and allows the fragrance to really sort of dry down naturally. Some really great tips there. And I love that as well because particularly when you're, say, you're testing at a counter or in a store, you really need to give to allow that time, don't you? Because if you're just judging it off the first few seconds and you're only getting the top notes and you're not getting the full experience of those beautifully complex perfumes. Exactly. And my point there is that fragrances do change on the skin. And if you get it on there and if you have that first gauge, you really get to trial it a little bit differently and enjoy it. And I suppose, as we mentioned before, with fragrance being so powerful and personal, obviously it's a fantastic gift that you can give other people, but there becomes a fair bit of responsibility to try and make sure you kind of make the right match. So I suppose, and this is obviously your area of expertise, where do you start? How do you, what are questions you should be asking to try and gauge their their preferences or, or where do you start? We always want to know a little bit more about the person. So... For example, you know, we might say, can you tell us a little bit more about your mum? What sort of lifestyle does she enjoy? Is she more classically minded? Does she enjoy fragrances? And we might ask for specific examples. So, you know, again, you're gauging a little bit of information. Or do you think that your mum would be looking for something new and exciting and even more modern? So we like to get a little bit more about their lifestyle. Do they, uh, perhaps, are they more sporty? Are they more adventurous? you know, getting to find a little bit more depth about um, that person. So you actually start to visualise that person and you get a little bit more connection. And you you touched on it a bit there. Obviously, there are countless ingredients that are used in fragrances, but I feel that there's a few, um, few key kind of categories like you mentioned there, if it's floral, if it's musky, if it's woody, if it's citrusy. Are there kind of those kind of categories that can help you eliminate or narrow you down your choices a bit? Very true. So, you know, starting off with that lifestyle element is is essential and then sort of drilling down to, again, questions or information that we might say, if if somebody says to you, oh, I only really like very fresh fragrances, something that's very sort of, you know, that that word fresh um, is, is their main thing. We might say, well, I'm going to showcase a fragrance that has more citrus, aquatic top notes and then the flowers are more fresh and green or if somebody says oh I always used to wear something quite sweet when I was young 
you might say, okay, well, I'm going to showcase the fragrances that have more fruity or vanilla or even a solar fragrance, which I, you know, is quite common and, and very um, popular is gourmand fragrances because gourmand has again that that representation of sweet notes. It's inspired. It's collected by inspirations of essences and desserts. So, again, that's quite a popular um, category as well. Or, if, again, if somebody says they like something that's very clean, you might think, hmm, that's an interesting clue. So you might sort of think of a fragrance that has a musky element, something more soft, floral, maybe even classic eau de cologne-style fragrances. And then we go through, again, the fragrance Well, if somebody says, exotic or they're looking something for my partner a little, a little bit more sexier we might say let's take you into the fragrance category of orientals that have a little bit more spice and um, amber notes so again we're thinking we're visualizing it's kind of computing in our mind what we might recommend and then of course one that is very very um, I suppose popular the category and the clues that we look out for and hear for particularly for the mums coming up, is something a little bit more flowery. And that's when we go into that moment. You know, let's talk about some flower, um, fragrances that may have hearts of gardenia and roses and bouquets. And, of course, jasmine. Jasmine, again, very beautiful ingredient. So we will then showcase some fragrances that would be, um, again, composed and um, showcased with the jasmine, the gardenias, and all those magnificent flowers from magnolias to frangipanis, peonies. And again, you know, the whole imaginary uh, storytelling that we do with our fragrance storytelling is symbolic of what the composition has been um, put, how it's been put together by the perfumer. So there's some of the clues that we really like to engage with with our customers. And you touched on a few of kind of those fragrance families there. I know we can't get the full personalised experience from you for everyone listening as much as I would love that right now. But what are some of your top picks or um, recommendations um, for for this year in terms of the way that perfume trends are going or just fragrances that you're really loving that would make great gifts? So some of the top picks, I suppose, and this is a good timing because we still look at the weather. It's so magnificent. We're in between the seasons you wouldn't really think we're in autumn quite yet so we tend to sort of move a little shift our moments of how we love to wear fragrances um whether it's the summer or winter but also again going back to the occasion and um you know looking for gifting ideas for the top picks um i was thinking about a few different ones and again just even just that last example of something that has that uh, more floral rich sensation of course one of my top picks at the moment is the divine salvador de gamo collection and they have the divine eau de parfum which again is symbolic of orange blossom and gardenia and has a little bit of essence of citrus in the top notes uh that is quite a divine collection also something that is uh, i suppose Another divine collection of flowers. In fact, the heart of it is the most divine eglantine rose and fusions of peach and jasmine is the Dylan Blue Pour Femme. 
at the most magnificent fragrance by Versace and something even a little bit more, I suppose, with a musky element because, again, that's a little bit warm and sexy. Musk always has that connotation. It's quite vibrant. Is the Versace Eros or Femme EDT. So there's actually two versions, but the EDT in that is quite delightful for, again, capturing um, a very feminine fragrance that's sensual, it's addictive, and it has the most divine bouquet of flowers at the heart of that. But just on that final piece, something a little bit different as well. I'm going, you know, I'm going back to Ferragamo again. Um, is the Amor collection? I don't know if you know that, but Ferragamo has a couple of different ranges, and the Amor Ferragamo is again a very modern fragrance that was introduced in 2018, and it captures a seductive and passionate yet glamorous essence about it. The top note is Italian bitters, which is quite delightful, and then has essences of jasmine and rhubarb. And the base fragrance, the base notes of the fragrance are Tahitian vanilla and sandalwood. And sandalwood's the most magnificent ingredient because we actually grow a lot of sandalwood in Australia, and in fact, in the Kimberleys. And again, another Ferragamo one is very, very, very sort of, I suppose, on trend. Um, in, in my home at the moment, it's Ferragamo Rebel. It's another oriental fragrance, but it's a little bit sweeter. So I love this fragrance as well because it has hair, red hair and mandarin, but it also has essence of coconut milk. So it's a little bit sweeter in the bottom of the base note. So they're my go-to at the moment. And I also have my lovely daughter that comes and goes and she's actually between university and home and honestly we have such a big collection of fragrances here but <laughs> I always know when something's very popular because I go to get it and it's gone and particularly the Ferragamo Rebel because obviously the word is Italian for rebel so of course that young girl comes in and borrows a fragrance and off she goes and I love that it's kind of the responsibility of the daughter, I think, to, to always borrow your your mum's beauty products. So I love that that's even forming the next generation of beauty memories around fragrance for you as well. Yes, indeed. I think that um, half of her university must be smelling sweetly as well because <laughs> they certainly travel wide and far. <laughs> Ruth, thank you so much. I have learned so much and you explained everything so beautifully. It's been such a delight talking to you this afternoon. Thank you, Brittany. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to this bonus fragrance gifting episode with the wonderful Ruth. I hope you enjoyed and learnt a few things about fragrance as I did. As always, if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, rate and review or recommend to a friend. As an independent podcast, these things really help me and Beauty Island to grow and to keep on going. I will be back next week with the first episode of my mini-series, Beauty Isolation, exploring beauty in quarantine and the eight products people are using and loving. In the meantime, you can sign up to my beauty newsletter, It's a Beauty, where I share my beauty column and have regular giveaways, or you can come find me on Instagram, at Beauty Island Podcast, or at Brittany Beauty BTS. All of the links, including how to enter that perfume prize that I mentioned at the start of the episode, I highly recommend. It is a brilliant prize that you could have your hands on. Again, are in the show notes. Thank you so much, 
and until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>